0: Well, hello, everybody. You're listening to the Woodworkers Podcast. I'm Ben Brunick. i got Ramon Valdez. I've got Phil Morley again with me here today. How you two guys doing? We're great. I mean, I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing good. Speaking for myself.
1: <laughs> right. We're not a couple. We're not an item. <laughs> Anymore. Anymore. We broke up. <laughs> You're flexing too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, doing well. Right on. Well, let's just jump jump right into it. Phil, you've been working on uh, record consoles. What else you and uh, what else are you and Amanda been working r- on these days? on
1: yeah, we've been busy. Um, so we actually just completed the consoles, which is really nice. Um, the, these are the, the not the one of a kind, but like the the small production run. Mm-hmm. And so I, we've spoke about this before, but the the, the veneer plywood, custom made and uh, Dallas, Dallas, I think it's in Dallas, and it came out really nice. So so these ones I feel really, really good about. The last run I did, I mean, they were nice, but we used just off the shelf at, at a lumber place, mahogany uh, plywood, and it was just, you know, super thin. I didn't like the fact it had the MDF, which I know is nice to lay up on, but mm. the way the way these boxes get constructed with the dominoes and stuff, it just – that glue swelled up that mdf and you can almost see it in certain areas and so yeah i just feel really good about it and amanda's been kicking ass um getting getting into the rhythm of it and get some new tooling and just uh set up for it so we're going to start another run uh coming so soon what is, <clears throat>
2: what is the core on that stuff that you're getting custom made baltic butch oh it is
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have that thin eighth inch Mm. layer of MDF that once it catches moisture, it just wants to swell,
1: uh, right? Swell up. Yeah. And it's Mm. super weak, right? So, um, and those (laughs)
2: custom sheets are cheaper than OSB right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No no kidding, right? prices are not quite, but yeah. (laughs) But like it does run because I'm about to, I hope, um, I quoted a couple of jobs that i'm gonna have to re-quote because i'm a little worried that prices of lumber have gone up i haven't seen it a whole lot here in texas but uh some of the stuff's coming out of pennsylvania and stuff i'm just gonna check i'm like you know what let me let me double check <laughs> on that before yeah like, teak, it is i don't concerning. think teak is going up but i I told a guy actually he told me he's like hey we want to move forward with this job could you please revise the uh quote you gave us at uh, least he's aware you know. that's yeah weird. he he's an architect this is kind of a weird job um it's one of those jobs that it, it's just a good thing to to do um for this guy and and he's a, he's a good dude but it's it's not necessary furniture um, i won't get into it but it's out of teak so yeah i need to check on the price teak was crazy before so who mm-hmm. knows but yeah the sheets apply i think they were like around 350 a sheet which seems like a lot but honestly it's not like they're they're already laid up man they're laid up it's <laughs> done think, think of the like,
0: labor that goes into laying up sheets oh yeah
1: and and you with know? the mahogany and the anagray, um it's funny how people notice things on ig um so certain areas of the cabinet never get seen like never you you can only access it from the back panel and you put your speaker in and that's it and so the, that interior instead of having like Figured mahogany or, or mm-hmm. anagray, we went with Italian poplar, and it's funny how I got some DMs. I'm like, what are they talking about? And you know, they, they say, hey, you always talk about it, you have to make it a balanced panel. If you're going to put vanilla on one face, you need to do it on the other face. But in your pictures, it doesn't look like you've done that. And it took me a while, I was like, what the heck are they talking? And i was like, Oh, okay, wow, you guys are really like zooming in on stuff. Um, but it's you know, they saw the Italian poplar and just figured it was Baltic birch. hmm Um but yeah, it's like, no, it's a it's a balanced It's still balanced. It, they it's, a balanced it's comparable um, characteristics yeah. of species. Yeah, yeah. And it, it you know, it saves a little bit of money. Um mm-hmm. instead of three fifty for that, it was like two hundred and seventy five or maybe or two hundred eighty. Um but yeah, so we've got Got those done. Um, hey, what
0: what do they use for adhesive? I mean, I know they they're, they're I have laying. No it up. idea. I wonder what they use. It'd be interesting to know. Like, it it would. I never even thought about asking. Some
1: formaldehyde stuff. Contact cement. <laughs> contact cement. <laughs> it's gonna peel up. It's not paperback. <laughs> Fletch from there. It's really cool because they lay it out. I think I don't know, man, if we've talked about this or not. But you know, they send you a picture. So it's the wood gallery. That's what it's called. Uh, but they send you a picture like, "Hey, is this is how you want this for So they've got just bundles of the flitches, you know, and they're just like, "You want it slip match? You want, if you wanted like four pieces slipped out, then the other four booked out, you know, from that." They do whatever mm-hmm. you want, um, so it's pretty cool, and they they do a good job. It comes sanded already to I think 220. So we just kinda so kiss is it, it again. Uh, three quarter Baltic with veneer? Oh, well, so or is it? So what's the overall thickness? Honestly, I can't remember, but it it is under three quarter. It's um, still under a little. Yeah, it, it comes under three quarter, which uh, got me into a little bit of trouble. I was assuming it would be pretty much dead on three quarters inch, and I I didn't check it. So we've basically we've got kind of like a formula now, because the CNC guy cuts out these particular cabinets, these parts, and so we nominal three quarter inch is what the math's based on. And so we're basically coming up with, okay, when we do a next run, you caliper the sheet and whatever the difference is, you plug that in right. to to these particular members because it's it's unlike the dividers, it's, it's twice the error. Mm-hmm. And so I had to switch some stuff around, which just worked dumb luck. It worked out with the domino plate thing, um, but it it worked. They all came out really sweet, but it took a minute to be like, oh, crap, you know, this is not... This is not going to work, or add. I'm going to have to add like an eighth-inch shim uh, to the bottom of the dividers, but I didn't need to. So, so that was good. A little bit yeah, of luck.
0: It's, it's those things that only actually doing it. Yeah, it's the only way that you can. And pick
1: and, it and you and again, like we will do it again, and we'll learn some more. So I've got all kinds of notes on stuff. It takes a lot of mental, uh, you know, just just agonizing like over the plans and every little thing. So I was really excited that it came out the way it did. Cause that's, that's tough. Like sending that out there and, and you're the one who did the drawings. You've gone through it several times, several meetings. Okay. this looks good, go. Um, and so once we got it back, you know, we basically just had to do the dominoing on the vertical, on the horizontals mm-hmm. parts, but the dominoes are all done on the, on the rest of it, the verticals. Um, so yeah, it, it it's still a lot of work involved afterwards, but I have no desire to be breaking down sheets of plywood. Like none. And the yield is
0: so much better uh on on the CNC. So yeah. 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 They work, those, they work those, out great. yeah, Those are the scary things about about outsourcing. Oh yeah, it's terrifying. As, as soon as you outsource it, you lose control of that and it's yeah. it becomes such a a fixed thing. It's just no, we're gonna cut and it's gonna be Right. to this and, and that's gotta be right. You can't yeah. adjust on the fly. That's what's so scary about it is outsourcing it's, things like like finish work. I, I see right. people I like outsourcing finish work. I, I would love got, to be able to do I that. But man, I don't know yet. how yeah. do you hand that off? And I know yeah. I know a couple of folks who, who do that and yeah, it can bite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think it's just like anything, you gotta find the right person. Yeah and that, build and, a
2: good and, relationship.
1: And and this this guy used nil three fabrication i think on ig he doesn't do much on ig but he teaches for the for the school too for us in school of furniture um cnc cad and stuff like that so he's it's nice because when i'm when we did his we've been doing it over zoom we're talking about a drawing like he's on it like he's picking up stuff he's like well this should be the reference face blah blah like he's just you he know on it yeah. yeah so i'm like this feels really good but then it gets to the point too and this is what's really hard for me because I like doing everything, right? But but this, again, this is the production, small production run. So that's the way that the the cost and to be able to get them out sooner and not really hating myself for breaking down shit. I just don't want to do that. So all those are factors in this. But then it gets to the point, too, I'm like, hey, you know, texting him, hey, can you do another run? And what if he's like, I'm not going to be able to do that in, you know, like four or five months? It's like, crap. You know so it's he can do it luckily he always fits me in he stays busy but it is a weird thing when it's someone else doing that part and you're like well i kind of i would love to do it myself like get a cnc and but that's a whole i don't really want to go down that route it's just like having a friend i want a friend with a a neighbor with a swimming pool i don't want one myself (laughs) or boat (laughs) but um but anyhow so those those came out fantastic really really uh, well Amanda's learning a bunch from it she did all the finishing the conversion varnish and she, she did a awesome. pretty damn good job yeah she's she's she's, cool. she's getting it. I just had you know I just set her up and then I'm like I'm just gonna leave it and let her figure it out like I'm just gonna walk away uh, I think sometimes she might get like a little nervous with me hanging around looking and mm-hmm. then I'll check it give her some pointers give her some pointers and, some pointers, and then she mm-hmm. keeps going but she's she's picking it up pretty damn well it's just it's always finicky with my gun it seems like when you're doing a lot of finishing throughout the day, you always have to adjust things. Um, that uh, it's just it seems to be always the way. There's just so many annoying.
2: factors when it comes to finishing that you can't really know unless you have the experience. Yeah. And it's hard to teach because you don't realize the, the little subtle things yeah. that you, would, you wouldn't be able Absolutely. to and, and, you convey. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: She, you know, she's wanting to be like, okay, so you put it here, you do it there, boom, boom, done. Yeah. Spray. And it's like, well, the weather, the, <laughs> like everything factors in. So she's getting better at messing with the fan, the liquid fluid, like all mm-hmm. those settings, the adjustments, and, and learning. Like that's too much. That's perfect. That's not enough. Like all those things. So, mm-hmm. so that's good. Yeah. Also,
0: probably having to scuff everything in between coats. Knowing, knowing how much work, how much you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mu- yeah, yeah, how much you have to do, and know how much that informs you of how well you're spraying too. If you're right, if you're having to do like a whole bunch of work to, to knock it back down, to knock everything yeah. back down, that's a yeah. good lesson. And oh, I was a little too heavy.
1: There. Well, and and for us, we want that. You know, a few people have reached out. Like one guy is an actual finisher. He's like, why don't you grain fill it? And it's, that's not what we're going for. We don't no, want a grain no. look, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's it it's da- it, like if you end up putting a first coat on too heavy, you know, and then you put that next coat on, and it it looks like crap when it's getting... you know. cuz so the the finish never quite fills Mm-mm.
2: surface just, tension,
1: yeah, and it just it looks terrible because it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of filled, but it's not, and it looks bad. It doesn't look natural, like just a grain all the way. Mm-hmm. So it is one of those things where it's like you know, build up those light coats. Um And yeah, and there was some parts that are a little heavy and some parts, but it was good. It was, it was really kind of awesome. Also chairs. So I did the prototype of that chair, the mid-century modern looking chair. Yeah. It's a uh, sweet looking chair. So, thanks. So that's uh kind of getting a little bit overwhelmed. I need to just take a few days to sit down, make cut lists, order material, but those we need to get going on those. There's twenty of them that we're doing uh, for two different clients. And yeah, and just a bunch of other things. I decided to rip my kitchen apart. Um so the the wood the Wood Whisperer project. Got my first paycheck for that. So thank you to everyone that went ahead and got that project with the Wood Whisperer Guild. My That's lounge awesome. chair. It's been it's been a really a game changer for us. It's just nice to have that little that little extra cushion. Uh so we ended up we decided screw it, let's just start doing the kitchen. I'm not building the kitchen. We ordered cabinets. Um, what? Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm like, nope, <laughs> not happening. I almost Unfollow I know, right? I ain't a kitchen maker. Come on. I know I build plywood cabinets, but Well, I did, I went down the route of well, I could have my buddy cutting them all out. I was like, Man, this is stupid. Just order the freaking cat. My wife, you know, she's the most patient person ever and should should pretty much be game for whatever I say, but I just don't have no desire to do it either. You know, it's like uh, take wanna, up, take up so nice much kitchen. space, take up yeah, space I, and time have, in your shop. I have such a small shop, and that's the other thing with like doing those cabinets. So if I'm building eight of them, that's that's a lot of plywood. Mm-hmm. That and I, I just, I honestly cannot work that in my shop, uh, especially since I do other projects too. So that's nice, and I'm working on a sweet little piece now, just a small piece, tambo uh, Oh yeah, board. I saw the
2: sample. Yeah, just a little sample you did with the shaper origin, the the groove.
1: Mm-hmm. Man, that was sweet using a shaper for that. It's funny how I forget sometimes how versatile like,
2: it is, or well, easy. Well,
1: just just that I have it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, so I was I was basically gonna just make that template, and I started to plot it out, and I was like, what am I doing? Like, just freaking cut it with the shaper. You know, it's the perfect project for it.
2: I didn't I didn't really look at the shape. Did you draw that in? SketchUp or Escape yeah. or SketchUp. I
1: already, I already had it in SketchUp, Uh-oh. so it's already drawn. That whole piece was mm-hmm. already figured out and drawn. And I was, and honestly, like I could have done everything—the doweling like all the dowel holes, Like I could have done the whole thing with the shaper. I just didn't, it didn't click until I was like making the template, and I was going back and forth. I was like, well, I kind of hate it when you make those templates where you're going, you're going around the curve, but if you come off that curve. You're really screwing some stuff up, and so you can make a template that has it basically traps the guide bushing, mm-hmm. which is a it's just a pain in the butt to make that template, especially for a one-off piece. So I usually wouldn't. I'll just take my time. I'm you know you're only going a quarter inch deep, and I'll do an eighth inch. It's a quarter inch, a quarter inch by quarter inch groove. That's it. So I'll do like an an eighth inch, two two passes. Um, but yeah, the shaper worked fantastic. I got it. Dead center, did a little test before I had the nerves to like actually just put it on the piece and go. But it, 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 it came out came out spot on. So now like that's gonna be so five eighth by five eighth timbers and they're gonna get veneer, like, that that crazy chicky chick or whatever it's called, wood that mountain scene looking stuff. <laughs> Have you seen that? That box I made? That small little box. It had oh. that like crazy it looks like yeah. a mountain scene, but that's going to cross the whole front of it. So that's going to get glued down.
0: Is that the is that the sapwood to the It's a sap the and heartwood? a heart, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it looks like this crazy mountain scene. <clears throat> be like be like Cocobolo or some of those where they've got where they've got that crazy yeah. light sapwood it's, it's con- contrast stuff.
1: It stinks though, which actually I was wondering. So so first like so that's going to go across the tambour, so I'm going to veneer that in the bag with all those individual staves, then knife it opens. Because I, you know, if you saw kerf it, you're going to lose an eighth inch each time. So knife it, ease the edges, then put it back in with the fa- with the canvas on the back side. And Who do you get the
2: canvas it. from? Where does that?
1: Oh, for my buddy Jeff. Is it is is it Jeff? Jeff Basil. Mm. Amazon. <laughs> I just ordered some. Uh, I got a couple of different. Um, weights i guess so yeah like i'm gonna see which one i like the look of sure i, I got a couple of different colors too man we
2: did some timber doors one time and we had a problem with them warping once we put everything looked good until we put the f- canvas on
1: and then he warped
2: but they were pretty tall which was one right of Pro- yeah
1: yeah these are only 20 inches that's long yeah that yeah. Should be fine yeah, I kinda wonder what I would love to know a few people do this. I forget the name of the guy but uh or company I don't know if they're in Italy or something. But they they that's all they do. It's these Timbre. beautiful cabinets with these yeah. timbers that have these like the the grain going uh horizontal the veneer. Mm-hmm. So they veneer it and then they obviously split it apart, but they don't show any technique and stuff, it's like their thing. Um but I would love to be like what, what are you doing on the back? Because 'Cause I'm sure there's different methods uh, canvas is kind of the, the traditional
2: I think blue tape works know. right blue tape works I,
1: great I put some lacquer over it no um, I wonder though too like maybe I wouldn't want to do this I just I've done it a few times I'll just use yellow glue and it's not you don't put much glue on it either but I wonder if you could just contact cement and like would that have less we, of a we issue we use
2: contact cement okay yeah mm.
1: but nasty stuff too. But in the past I've done it where I've pinched it between wedges, like the, the staves on a on a platen between wedges, uh just lightly rolled glue on it, not not a bunch. Uh, made sure they're really tight together and then put the canvas on, put a piece of MDF wax Plat- paper on, platen on platen, some sort. And then yeah. threw it in the vacuum bag. Yeah, And so like it pushed it all down nice and flat and that worked out really well. But yeah, we'll see.
2: We shall see. Probably a lot of factors with the with the the amount of curve, the yeah, uh, the width of the slat.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep. yep, yep. Yeah, these are and and I'm also, it's a it's a real pain to do it this way, but I, I'm roughing out each slat. So instead of you know, the temptation is to take like a, a wider board, plane it to five eighths, and then rip it. To five eighths, so you get your staves, and then you got all that wood movement that's happening, um, and then you're like sa- sandwiching it together with that canvas, and the canvas is really not going to hold that. It's it's not like doing lumber core, and so then there's movement that that's already happened so as soon as you take it out. I've seen that before. Uh, i I'm, I'm milling each individual one separately, which is a pain. In so instead of, of sets, so doing they're straight. straight so I- I'm milling so sort of five eighths by five eighths. I'm roughing out three quarter by three quarter, all of them individually. Oh, I, I see. I got. Then I'm joining, planing, edging gotcha. all of them. So it's way more time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but then it leaves me perfectly flat, right? Stuck, and I'm not fighting that Mm-mm. issue. Um, so you
2: can get your board all nice and true, but then it's going to change.
1: Yeah, Can't, and I've it done can it, change. I've done it that way in the past, and I got away with it. So I made it a bigger piece, and I cut. They're only like six inches high. So it was fine, but I did notice, like, maybe I had, like, a 16-inch. A there was 16-inch long, and so I just took that board, planed it down, joined it, planed it to 5H, ripped it out of the table saw, shoved them all back together, and then when I took out the bag, you could see, you know, that canvas um, is not keeping it together necessarily. You could see, like, mm. bows in it and stuff, but since I, I was then cutting it at 6 inches, it was fine. Right. Um, so, I'm yeah. I'm sure
0: that's... Uh, again experience yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. It, dealing with pieces that are that are crooked we yeah. i think everybody in the beginning falls into the trap of trying to get um maximum yield out of things and yeah, they and try to cut stuff out and think that it's going to stay that way and as soon as you cut it it releases some tension and right and the thing is sometimes you can on, you know. get away with it that's, yeah sometimes you can
1: i did it with a Student recently on these boxes we're making, um, uh, the the guy that's coming out doing a mentorship program on Sundays on Saturdays, so we're building like a veneer box, and t- we had to make the the piece of wood, half inch by half inch wood that goes in between the the Baltic birch. So when you cut the box open, it's not oh, Baltic birch, yeah. right? That's, that whole deal has a solid wood. wood
2: edge on both sides,
1: right? Well, and I him, I said, hey, so here's what we're gonna do. It may not work. Let's just do it this way because of efficiency. I was like. Drawing this this wide piece, playing it down. Then we're going to go to the saw and rip it. Man, that sucker. I, I told him, I'm like, so usually what's going to move? I'm like, this thing made a liar out of me. Like, it didn't <laughs> move at all. I was shocked. I was like, that is crazy. And then Amanda's doing it for the class, for for this Pratt class I'm doing, box-making class. So she's prepping the stuff. We make the kits and send it out. And I told her, yeah, just do it, do it this way. Let's see what happens. And they went to shh. It just all went nuts and it's like okay you can't get away with it all the time
0: <laughs> yeah I, I've, I found through through my experience that you know the stuff that stays straight is the stuff that you've got enough of or that it doesn't know. matter. Yeah, the stuff that, where you've <laughs> right. got like three sixteenths or a quarter inch to be oversized, that stuff stays nice and straight. It's that stuff where you're like, I've only got about a sixteenth here. That's the stuff that goes yeah, all, all over the damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn you. What's your rule of thumb? What do you oversized parts? Eighth, I mean, I know it all depends eight, on how big inch. the thing is. Eighth? Usually,
1: I, it's rarely ever a time I need to do more than an eighth. Okay, kind of yeah, depends
2: so, on the size too, right? right? I mean, if it's sure. smaller, you can.
0: Yeah, if it's eight feet long, you're gonna maybe need a little bit more.
1: Yeah, right. And, and like I said, like I, I don't necessarily build big stuff, but I'm also, yeah. I mean, eighth inch—it's it's pretty rare, even pretty long. Like mm-hmm. eighth inch, and and I tell people, and that's that thing when you teach, right? You're like eighth inch, but then they go and do it, and you know the first cut they did, it went crazy but they just keep doing eighth inch it's like no common sense yeah like, you gotta adjust. one <laughs> if it is going a little bit nuts on you add add some but typically i do smaller furniture so eighth inch um, is more than enough eighth inch of thickness and width and uh half inch to maximum an inch in length yeah um so that works that works really well uh for for what i'm what i'm doing
0: yeah i tend to i tend to do uh, three sixteenths is what I, but I'm usually, you know, it's yeah, window you do work, big door old work, windows. You know, yeah. And and again, it depends yeah. on the material and, and the size right. of the part and even species. Yeah. Even, yeah. All of that stuff. All that. Yeah. Um, and then I'm usually adding, I usually add, um, at least a, I add an inch is what it normally is. Just so that yeah math works easy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I first lab teched at a community college, uh, none of the machines were set up right, so you always got like three inch worth of snipe, you know? Like, oh, yeah,
0: oh, you gotta make everything, gotta make everything <laughs> well, that, that six was seven inches, inches over longer. Six longer. <laughs> that
1: was their deal, like, everything's six inches over. That's like, crazy, man. That's adding up quick.
0: Need a four inch part, come here, you make a pen.
1: I had one instructor which I thought was kind of cool, uh, and he. So I told him, I was like, you know, you don't need to do that anymore. And he's like, man, he goes, I've been doing it for years like this, but you're right. Like, you've got these machines looking good. But he, he was a cabinet maker. So when they made the solid wood panels, the one board in the middle was long. And so, you know, it was like a glue up, right? So it was like three or four boards. That one board in the middle, I think it was a three-board glue up. The one board in the middle, he would leave three long. inches. So each it would, way. It would, it, would,
0: it would catch the, it it would would catch catch the in-feed, it, yeah. out-feed rollers. sure. Just that I, one.
1: Yeah, I'll be like, why do you do that? He's like, Man, I don't need really to do this anymore, do I? I was like, You
0: That's pretty, That's <laughs> awesome.
1: I'm like it's up to you, but but I thought it was kinda of smart, so like, at least it's just the one board.
0: Sure. You know? Or you that, see see people like they'll glue on like two like railroad tracks on the outside. Yes. Yeah. Kind of do the same do the same thing. They're just narrower boards, yeah. but they're just there for the for so the for the snipe I, gods.
1: I had a question <laughs> uh for you. On the bandsaw, because I'll come up against this every now and then, and I've, I think I've always just put it to, it's the weld on the blade or something that's going on. But do you ever get that? I know when you put like a new blade on, to me, when it, when it's brand new, it's it's never at its sweetest point. It's it always seems like almost a little too aggressive. Like it, it wants to eat that wood right, too Right, it needs fast. to
2: cut just a little bit first.
1: Yeah, it's like it needs to cut a little bit first for it gets yeah. you know calm down a little it's bit. A little, um, yeah, I agree. That's,
0: that's got to be like burrs along the edge, of right, the, of the blade. Just so, like that little. Go ahead.
1: This, sorry, this this is the question though. When you cut, and I can see it doing it. you are you cut. So say you just gun and you cut a piece through, and then you open it up, you'll see uh, the serrations of the blade, like the real tight clean together uniform and then all of a sudden it'd be like this very aggressive and then real tight uniform very aggressive real tight
2: that's a vibration i would think
1: well and you see it in the blades like i'll be watching it and it will like shudder Mm -hmm. but and i've always just assumed because it doesn't always happen i've always assumed it's just that blade maybe the weld or something because it's it's hitting it at i mean you, you can set your clock on it you know it's like a perfect spation. Have you dealt, had that before?
0: I I've had that where it's mm-hmm. it's like a harmonic. Uh, yes. It is almost yeah, yeah. a harmonic.
1: Yeah. And sometimes if you push harder, it, it will stop it. Like it's if almost if you go real gentle with it, it seems to get more out of control. And so if you push a little harder, it it seems to work better. It's freaking
2: weird. Could be um blade tension, it could be I I know the the bandsaw blades that I've been using. They're carbide, but the welds are not.
1: I think this is a weld thing. They're it, not
2: in line, yeah. um, right? And so right. the blade moves. You know,
1: you get oh, you forward get forward back and back. And forth. yes. Yeah. that that old it, telltale sign before the blade's gonna snap. You know, like where you you tick. use it and it goes back and forth, back and forth, <laughs> and then it goes snap. <laughs> like, I, like,
2: I haven't I like had it. one. I haven't haven't had one break, but it does go back oh, and geez. forth. It's annoying. It it sounds doesn't sound very good but it doesn't right. seem to affect the cut right
1: right it's, it's almost yeah. like
2: a, a a jigsaw blade where it has a reciprocating yeah. action
1: I, i've had i mean i've definitely had that happen where the cut's fine but it, it will kind of throw you you're like well because i usually even when i teach students be like hey so this blade's going back and forth i'm like you can keep using it i probably shouldn't say this <laughs> keep using it but just be aware the blade's probably going to snap pretty soon and then sure enough, in the class it like snaps. It was like it it was working fine, but just over, ten, you know, it just got a bit of a crack in that blade, and it mm-hmm. ends up snapping. But I've had it where I've just put a brand new blade on, and it does that. and It's the weld, and that's kind of what I'm thinking this is because it's not, it's not every time. Uh, it's once in a while I put a blade on, and it it's just annoying. It's just like starts the every snap. time too when that <laughs> snaps. oh that snap yeah, yeah. Jeez. Oh, it's like, it's I was like and I I tend to here. I let. It's probably not good, but I, I tend to just I use my blades till they snap, pretty much. Uh, and, and if I'm just doing like roughing out, like we just set up for resawing, and the blade, it's amazing, right? As soon as you put a new blade on, you're like, oh wow, yeah, that old blade was dull. <laughs> you kind of forget what a new blade feels like, you know. Like, so you guys, that you guys, you guys don't use
2: time. you guys? Are they carbide for resawing or, or no, no?
1: No, just just uh, whatever that is, still. just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Timberwolf or whatever. Yeah. I've, I've never invested in a carbide blade.
0: Um, I've been using the same carbide blade since, like, 2008. Oh, yeah? On my Crazy. race. Saw. I think it's time that I get a new one. but And I'm trying to figure out what it is I'm going to get. Right. Um, I've been running Lennox. Or
2: mm-hmm. no, I don't I, know how, I how
0: you pronounce it. I have Lennox blades. Yep. I've been running those for...
2: The, like the Woodmaster or whatever they call that?
0: Right. Is that what you use? I, it's the, a, the carbide? Yeah, it's a tri-master, uh, trimaster, two, two three variable tooth thingamajiggy. I don't know. It's it's worked great, um, but I, at some point here, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get a new blade for for that saw, and it's got to be a custom length, you know. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out what it is that I'm gonna get. I I use that Laguna um, resaw king at that demo that I did for Stan Houston. And man, it works so well, and we had those at. The shop that I worked at before, because we had a, a Laguna like a sixteen, what HD whatever right, saw, right. and it, they worked they worked really well. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna gonna do. I know I know I think Lennox got bought out by DeWalt. Um, oh crazy! And i did not know that. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't know that either. And I've been hearing you know from my guys that they've been having troubles with. Little customer service and getting well, plays from you. them. I think everybody's in that situation. Everyone's
1: having trouble right, right, right. now. It's ridiculous. But man, it just blows my mind that, that people cannot just be like, okay, we're having trouble. How about your customer service just works really well. Festool pissed me off so much. I, know, I don't know if you knew, but I got rid of my Festool sander, the second one I brought, and bought a
0: Merka. A Yeah. Yeah, they're opening a door to Tamurka. It yeah just, it uh, seems, I, seems crazy
1: that it's just it is it's just like what the heck man it's like i get it everyone's having trouble but just at least be polite and nice like it's just weird
0: and maybe it's just i've got a guy who's having a bad day i don't know
2: <clears throat>
0: yeah but anyhow hey speaking of speaking of somebody who's got um good customer service um, Ramon Valdez Ramon, you want to you want to do our you want to do our mid roll sponsor here?
2: Oh, I thought you were talking about oh, my products. <laughs> no,
0: oh, no. I thought you were talking about Ramon's like many products he's got himself.
2: We'll get uh, to that next. We can we could
0: do that yeah. after. All right. Yeah, you bet.
2: This Pantorouter Router episode is brought to you. Wait a minute. How did, what?
0: How does that work?
2: Who wrote this? Who wrote this? <laughs> This episode episode of Woodworkers Podcast is brought to you by Panta Router. The Panta Router is a fantastic machine, woodworking jig. It's designed to make your creative joinery fast, accurate, and fun. Setup is quick and easy for mortise and tenon, box joints, dovetails. You can go from setup to glue up in minutes. Angles are a piece of cake and even compound angles like the crest rails for chairs. Take only a few minutes to lay out, set up, and cut. Furniture makers who don't want their creativity to be limited by the joinery tools in their shop love the Panta Router's versatility and ease of operation. Please visit Panther Router online at PantaRouter.com to watch videos and learn how others are using their Panta Routers in very creative ways. Also, be sure to check out their special offers where they announce their latest sales and specials. That's PantaRouter.com.
1: Yeah, and use Morley. On checkout, <laughs> I think you all have that set up. I don't know if you know that, and so I'm just gonna like use it. Just keep more
2: <laughs> My discount is a little better.
0: So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ramon Valdez. <laughs> oh, man, it's too funny. <laughs>
1: Ben doesn't have one. (laughs) Ben does too have one. (laughs) Type in all our names, man. Get you a free one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, can you stack them up?
1: (laughs) Can you stack them up? That's too funny. Stacked
2: promo codes.
1: There you go. Ramon, what have you been up to? All kinds of fun jigs and stuff. I just saw your recent IG video of that crazy cool jig. (laughs) I was like, "What's he doing?" And it sandwiches together. Like, that's pretty freaking cool.
2: Yeah, it took me a while to make that jig, but I bet those. Uh, so it's a basically a router jig set up to create all the cavities and the different layers, the cuts, and the clearance um, pockets for my zero clearance inserts. There's there's four different uh, yeah four different steps, and I had a guy cutting them on a CNC, but I just didn't like the quality. And they're made of Baltic birch with Formica on both sides. And the Formica is adhered with epoxy. And you guys know that Formica just, well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. Formica kills carbide router bits. It just, it's its brutal on them. And so feed rate is really important. I don't know if the guy knew.
0: Man, that's like, just, just because
1: someone has a CNC doesn't mean they know how to use it. Like, yeah. Not, he's like, oh, Send your guy that's easy. Did it, yeah, but I, but I got this. Yeah. Or anyway, even
0: if they have a CNC and they cut parts all the time, they don't cut for mica all yeah, the time.
1: Right, right, yeah. right. It, Altif- it,
2: yeah, it, it's hard. Yeah. Anyway, so I made a jig that um, utilizes the turret on my Porter Cable router. Works awesome because I can set the set set up the turret. And, you know, you can they're adjustable, right? And I can go down my different depths. And it's one oh, jig, sorry. and it has little okay. spacers. And I'm going making my first cut, and then I adjust the turret, go down a little bit more, make me other cuts that are different nice. steps, and then put spacers in there to leave some of the steps at that, that same height, and it's just great. Yeah, so in about three and a half minutes, I can bang out one of those um, zero oh, clearance cool. inserts, all the all the cuts, not necessarily the zero clearance insert, but make all those different s- pockets. Yeah. And, it, and what um, so
1: is this for?
2: I'm sorry. Saw. What saw? Oh, that's for the hammer K3. K3. Yeah. It also hits fits the I believe the CF41. There's when oh, okay. if that's if people cool. order them, it it tells you which saws those will fit. It fits Felder has a couple of models that are the same uh, zero clearance insert. Oh, crazy! And then uh, Hammer has, you know, the K3 and I believe the one of the other ones that has the attached shaper. Maybe anyway, there's there's a like four or five models that this zero clearance insert will fit.
1: That's handy. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, That's a real so pain, I, man, like the ones that come, the factory ones. So, oh gosh. That's yeah. that was one thing
2: that I've always um disliked about a slider is the gap around the blade. You trim off a little piece of wood, it gets wedged between the blade and the and, then, and the yeah. and
0: the insert, and then and shoves just, it and then shoves it over into your aluminum yeah, your brand slide. your
2: brand new saw has a <laughs> a notch in it now, right? Yeah. So I uh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty fresh. And so so my zero clearance inserts they go partially under the slider. So there's pretty substantial um, width to the left of the blade about thirteen sixteenths. So yeah, nice. So I've been making a bunch of those. I usually make a hundred and eight at a time. That's two sheets, two four by eight sheets of of formica, um, laid up so on a four up- four.
1: You're laying up that whole sheet epoxy. I, I actually sheet.
2: lay up four by four sheets of balt four by four, four foot by four foot sheets of five eighths Baltic okay. with formica on each side. So I do, I do. And
1: is it? Oh no, you said epoxy, yeah, yeah, no, contact. Mm-hmm. What what kind of epoxy are you using? Are you just molding uh, it West, on, yeah. West, West systems, systems. Mm-hmm. Nice. yeah. And with so that, it makes, do you, a, it makes it really have rigid. To, uh, do you have you know? to vacuum bag that or... I do. I put them yeah. in a vacuum
0: bag. Nice. Just the
2: easiest yeah. way to do it. Yeah. Easiest yeah. way. Get a little bit of um, epoxy on the backside sometimes. Right. Um, but I just tell myself, well, it's a zero clearance insert. It's not a piece of furniture. It's on it's the fine. bottom. Yeah. <laughs> on the bo- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. this last time I actually used... Um, nice. Um, I, I taped the Formica. And so I was, I was able to peel off that...
0: Uh, nice. ...epoxy on most of it. So, yeah. Are you doing, are you doing anything around the edges? Of when when you're putting that thing in the bag, are you wrapping anything around around your edges to keep the epoxy from getting to your bag? Yeah,
2: just some uh, shrink wrap or yeah,
0: shrink wrap. Yeah, yeah, okay, same thing, same thing I do. Otherwise, you end up with
2: the epoxy epoxy is not good in your bag. It's not near as bad as polyurethane glue, right? No, that's (laughs) oh god, polyurethane glue in a polyurethane bag. Oh my, they, they work great together. They glue. Fantastic! First time I did that. That glue's yep. still in there. I got a big old yeah. brown blob of <laughs> yeah, gorilla glue inside my my bag. Inside is my bag.
1: Pretty disgusting. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie. It's got multiple holes in it. <laughs> so yeah, broken
2: uh, zero clearance inserts. Um, so my my lady's been helping me, and um, we've been. It's really been awesome because I'm able to stock up on. On domino docks, both sizes, the DF500, the XL700. Um, I got a new supply of Unifence roller assemblies, my vice wedges. Um, dang, my, dude. My You're 90 degree domino front. decks. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. And, and it always stressed me out because I was always behind on inventory, and she's right, been helping right. me, and we've been cracking It's amazing them up, what so. another set
1: of hands. It's it's, it's bizarre. It's, it's crazy. Like, God dang. Yeah.
2: And so, and, uh, marquetry kits, we got those stocked back up when's Um, your class yeah i got a class uh an online class with the austin school of woodworking may 29th so Austin school of furniture what did i say austin school of yeah austin school of furniture (laughs) i I should probably know that (laughs) it's much better much better (laughs) school
1: than the austin school of woodworking
2: (laughs) but um, yeah yeah, so the the marquetry kits are um are going are selling well, and they're actually at a discount if you're taking the class. So there's a promo code if you sign up for the class. Nice. So that's been good. And then um, my newest jig fixture contraption is my Domino sled 500. So basically, it just takes the, the DF 500 machine, and it sits on a platform. And there's um, a handle. You actually lock the machine down, and then there's a handle that makes make that makes it plunge. So I ended up making one for a guy and um a lot of people saw it so I started putting names down and I recently finished my latest newer version this one's actually better I'm sorry buddy <laughs> 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 you got the you got the he got the, the one working, off though he got the he got working the, prototype yeah, but he dude. loves it he says it works great and awesome. he's given me a little bit of feedback so we've made a few I've made a few uh, adjustments changes just to make it better more simple and um and got the cut and got the price down so they're 345 i pay the shipping that's for you know united states of course overseas is going to add a little bit but yeah i've got a a ton of those to make and uh what else i got a little uh a marquetry commission to do but i'm going to be using the shaper origin it's it's uh it's really crisp um lines everything's really straight and it's a logo for a guy but uh Guys at Shaper Origin are helping me out with that to create a file. So nice. I'm excited to start it, but I'm a little nervous because the line, some of the lines are like only a 32nd of an inch. Oh,
0: wow.
2: So, um, you know,
0: it's st- still pretty decent size, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. 32nd. I mean, that's, that's a, pretty, pretty small for the wood to, to stay together, I mean. So, what?
0: Yeah, you, yeah. So you're cutting a 32nd?
2: Yeah. So some of the parts right. would be with 1 32nd of an inch. Okay. And then um, what,
0: what, what size cutter are you using to cut a 32nd? One thirty second. You are? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. you're not... Well, because you can... I mean, no, you can... It could be bigger, but... Well, no, the parts, parts, I mean... The inlay part or the mortise. I mean, the, the, the cutter itself could be s- smaller than a 32nd, oh, because you, if you... That way you've... That way you'd have some adjustment, you know. Then you it's, could, yeah, you could go if it needed to be smaller than a thirty second.
1: Is it going to be a marquetry or is it going to be an inlay?
2: You know what? I really didn't even know. Don't even know yet until I start. Right, until you start messing. Um, with them. I think I need to talk with Eric or maybe Sean from Shaper and right. see what they suggest. I might start on the outside and just kind of work in and do it like uh, an inlay, you know, like um, right. You know, you're creating a pocket and then. Cutting another piece and putting it in, and then just building it like that. Yeah. But I got an eighth inch collet for the shaper and some eighth inch, yeah, shanks nice. bits that are one thirty second cutter. Yeah. So
1: nice. Yeah, that's, that should be should be fun. I have not been really messed learn a with lot. it on that uh lo- that that detailed yet. Um, and if this goes good, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna
2: film it. But I'm only going to show the highlights and the good stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. But <laughs> that's, that's what we all do. <laughs> if it
2: if it goes good, I'd like to do like a um, not really a tutorial, but just a you know, kind of like a marquetry with a shaper. Right. Uh, pros and cons of doing you, it by hand. That'd be uh, cool. You,
1: you yeah. could do that full shaper with them if, as a video class.
0: Yeah, could, exactly. Get to pay you for it. I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to know how small of a cutter. You could go with a shaper or origin because it's when you're cutting with those like a a ten thousand cutter. So where I where I used to work, That's they made insane. they made custom pool cues and they did it with the CNC mill, right. dropping in pockets. Just it, it, such a cool process to watch how they how that all you know. It's all um, it, you know. It, it's it has a, a an axis or you know you've got x y and but you also have the rotation right. um, but so the reason cool. that you could cut with those tiny little cutters is because you were controlling the the feed rate right with the cnc but i wonder how small you could go with a with a shaper or origin you, because you are moving it by but you can also what hit the hit the button and it'll if it's a small enough area if can it's within slow its, it
1: down yeah
0: the, if, the you can rate.
2: slow it down and you can put it on auto so it it will, yeah. If it was, if, if it was
0: small rate. enough in that in the range right. that it had, mm-hmm. um, but it would just be interesting to see how small of a cutter because the smaller, yeah. Yeah. the smaller the cutter, that the, the less radius there is on on points. I mean, that's the, the that a lot of the times is what the reason for doing it is you can drop in like tiny little, you know, they'd be dropping in like you know little, di- little diamond shaped mm-hmm. uh, um, pieces of of ivory or or mother of pearl or you know uh, what have you um it was just always that's the that's the thing with the with that shaper that i think would be really interesting to play with is is it opens up those those possibilities um that maybe aren't necessarily open to you <laughs> without something that is controlling it right. yeah it I,
1: how- I love
2: the fact that i'm learning you know this is gonna be new to me doing market. I don't know if you'd even call it. Maybe it's maybe it is inlay, but marquetry or inlay, marquetry slash inlay with the shaper or origin because it's a totally new
0: inlay. Uh, yeah, be, be
1: be ready for people to be like, that's not woodworking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever. Suck right, it. right. Uh,
2: right. Uh, oh, one other thing sorry. I, I got to mention. Uh, I got an interview with George von He's uh the dude with the Woodworkers Guild of America. Yeah. Oh, super cool. Yeah, that's uh, April April 29th. Cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, George's a nice so, guy. Yeah, that's,
2: I'm looking forward to that. He's uh, I hope you bet that contract. You, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: There's a contract? <laughs>
2: yeah, that's cool. And Ben, what have you been doing?
0: I, I've been trying to get ready for the season. That's the main things that I've been doing. I haven't been doing a whole for lot. Summer for summer, yeah. We've got window work lined up for this year, so it's oh bids, getting those things done, and then contract signed. Finding out what you know what stuff going to do, what stuff not going to, you know, didn't get, and still still waiting on one one other one to see if I don't know dragging dragging their feet. Mostly it's with it's with, with the states, you know, like state of South right, the Dakota, state of right. Nebraska, so it's just oh, I don't know, that's a big pain in the butt when you're you're dealing in those Man, contracts I've, and I mm, can't imagine. Sub, I've never Yeah, it's uh, so, and it's crazy. And it's like subcontract work. Big like money. Um yeah, it just and and time frames and no. um you know you got to be from this date to this date and uh, penal, get, penalties like, after and
1: Oh yeah, I was going to ask. Oh yeah, yeah you there's
0: yeah, there's there's possibilities. Wow,
1: I would be screwed if my clients could do that to me.
0: Well, I I worry <laughs> about it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, maybe um, I'll get more work done. Right. Right. Yeah, so we're we've got a um, a couple of couple of projects Big projects coming up. We're replacing all the windows in a a grain mill building, a historic site down in Neely, Nebraska, which is just a little town. Um, well, they're all, you know, it's Nebraska, South Dakota. They're, we're pretty much all little towns. But uh, yeah, we've got that that project. That'll be the month of June for the most part. I'm doing that with a friend of mine. His name's Randy Weber. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's down in Lincoln, Nebraska. So we've kind of partnered up. Uh, we did the Fort Robinson last year. Did that together. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's what kind of where what we're doing. You know, he's he's in with the with the state of Nebraska on some of these historic projects, and I'm trying okay. to get in with the state of South Dakota. You know, it kind of works out the so two of us. Between the two of you, yeah, yeah. We work we work together. Um, so we're both independent contractors. But uh, what does
2: what does he do on his own? He's a, a woodworker.
0: I mean, oh, mean, okay. that's, yeah, he's, he, he's got a great big, geez, great big shop, um, down outside of Lincoln, um, in a town called Bennett is where he's at. So, and yeah,
2: what he, kind of like cabinets or uh,
0: woodwork? Well, he's, mill, millwork he's doing, he's doing millwork stuff. I mean, he's done, he's done cabinet work and that type of work in the past, but you know, we're both kind of shifting into this. More of a millwork. Customer. Yeah, you're just you're trying to find a niche, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was uh, a year ago or so. I was trying to maybe try to get into the furniture world a little bit, but you know, with all the unknowns that were that you know came about last year, I went where went where there was work, and sure, it seems like that's what I'm going to probably continue to do at least for a period of time here. Um, there, it's
1: got to pay got to you pay got, that it, overhead it, it, for that shop right it's there. It's got to yeah, you you <laughs> got to figure out a way to
0: to uh get capital in, make make stuff work. So the mm-hmm. the window stuff seems to be where we where we're going, windows and doors. Um so we got that that neely job and then um in the second half of the summer we've we're doing a small chapel up on Awahi, which is a a dam um that dams up the Missouri River. Uh, in pier south dakota so in the middle of the the state it's just a small little chapel that they moved up on it's right on top of the earthen dam there where the where the building was built in the like 1880s um is now got about 150 feet of water on top of it from from the lake that the dam created so Uh, it's a a south dakota historic site so uh that's my job uh for the season so i'm the i'm the one that got Got that job because it's the state of South Dakota. I live in South Dakota. We're doing the the Nebraska job. That's a state of Nebraska. So Randy got that one. So we're just trying mm, okay. to I don't know, trying to kind of corner the market um, on the on the historic work. There's you know it's a it's a niche. You know that's what you're always sure. trying to find. You're trying to find where there's not a lot of competition um, and you get the reputation. But then you got to perform and uh-huh. and do the job. So yeah. That's what I'm that's what I've been working on. I've been pretty quiet on any of the of the social stuff just because I've been trying to I gotta get these things lined up and try to I make sure that they get
2: done. I see you joined TikTok. You did? No, I didn't join TikTok. Uh, <laughs>
1: Jeez. I was like, say what? <laughs>
2: I was just messing because you said (laughs) you've been quiet on some of the platforms. (laughs) Well, yeah, the the platform
0: you have, yeah, the platform. I guess I should say, yeah, I don't, I don't do anything. I don't really do anything other than other than Instagram. I haven't been on. I haven't. I
1: haven't haven't done anything with it, like in forever. I think I got rid of it off. Yeah, I got rid of my phone. I don't. I don't need another distraction. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, right. Enough distractions. That's that's cool, Ben.
2: Um, Yeah. I remember when I first started following you. You we were doing that restoration, and yeah, that's that's a lot of. Um, you got to know what you're doing. I mean, building it's those windows and sash, and it's
1: a lot
0: of work.
2: That's a lot of work. The, uh, the windows and sash aren't and, so. And building uh, them proper.
0: Yeah, the windows and sash aren't 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 too terrible. I pretty much have that kind the of goals. kind of down. It's the it's the doors now that I'm. You know that that world is a, uh, is a different different thing uh you know doors doors inside are a piece of cake you know right um rail and style with with wood and weather wood and weather are two different animals Mm -hmm. um and then yeah building stuff that you know water does not like go Uh, through you know so uh you know rail and style work um that becomes a problem if the stuff's exposed to the weather because how do you how do you weather tight panels um, that are that are done rail and style so yeah working working with that stuff and then all the different styles um the the doors that we're that we're trying to design right now have um bolection you guys know that term bolection molding I didn't know that term nope so bolection molding is the molding is applied molding around a panel um, but it goes over the like the ninety degree edge of the rail and style, does that does that make sense? So it, yeah. it goes over it's that. It's like so it does, rabbited. Yeah, so it's rabbited on the back, so it you know it goes over the top. Mm-hmm. I've made that before and didn't even yeah, know what to call I, it. I, I I had no idea. <laughs> well, I was I was looking up um, volection or voluction. I, I I had heard the name but I didn't know how to spell it and I couldn't figure it out. And then and then my friend Randy was like, "No, it's with a B, b." know big dummy it's like oh there that makes total sense suddenly suddenly there were all kinds of things on google um, Google before before, (laughs) there was nothing
2: (laughs) so i have a question for you so when you first started doing uh, windows and sash and you know the way the joints and stuff did you had you done some of that before where you worked or did you start taking it apart and see how it was made and and how did you start and how did you learn to do that Uh, just
0: reverse engineering yeah. That's about that's about the only way because when I was starting there was I mean there was some information out there. Mm-hmm. Um I remember like trying to uh devour any information I could find. I know um some old books. Yeah, old books and and uh a guy named Donovan um who had who's got monitor millwork. He's mm-hmm. on he's on in- Instagram donovan is uh monitor millwork man that's a, he does a lot a, of that uh, guy he's a great person to follow um just really really cool w- works with historic you know all historic uh equipment um oh, you know, yeah. stuff oh, that was wow. originally line shaft stuff jack jack forsberg which jack's, is another good jack's another great one yeah those two are kind of um probably on instagram you know i mean there's there's lots of other folks that are doing fantastic work but you know i'm i'm talking about like going back um in time trying to trying to find uh information mm-hmm. uh, before instagram you know uh, donovan had a had a blog or something along those lines okay. um and i remember you know kind of devouring that information as much as i could cuz i had a job that I was gonna be doing this window restoration work and I didn't, you know, I'd been a woodworker, but I hadn't done any of that stuff, so um, you just try to figure out how to do it. And a lot yeah. of it just came from, from because it was restoration work and we were restoring what was there, um, a lot of it was just reverse engineering. You take a look at what's there, right. a couple of examples Man. that were still in good shape, and then you just try to replicate them. Mm-hmm. His account is private. Whose, whose account is private? That guy, monitor Millwork. Oh, is it? Yeah, sash and door maker. Oh, yeah. Well, you probably have to ask then. He's a Donovan's an interesting guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna make my account private too.
1: Oh,
0: oh yeah, that's,
1: that's pretty cool. I could have sworn though. Maybe he just made it private recently because I, I think I have. You've mentioned him before. I, that's I what think I I've thought. seen. Yeah, I think I've seen his stuff. Yeah, he might. Uh, he might be before. just. It probably just. might just be changing the
0: trolls (laughs) right yep and just try to keep it keep (laughs) it from getting out of hand or or right right or that's kind of whatever so man Mm -hmm. it's
1: funny because what i went for school for uh was to do with like traditional door making sashes you know storm proof sash all that kind of stuff i honestly would not remember how to do any of that now like that was the probably the second year in school and we had to do it all by hand and uh, I just remember a lot of it was about not trapping water you know like just Mm -hmm. the assumption that water's gonna get in there you've gotta let figure out in and making it repairable right yeah yeah but it was fun stuff but holy cow that's a lot of that's a lot and, and what you're doing too is like that's kind of big time work, man, doing government contracts and stuff. Well, I don't know. It, it's, still, work. it's
0: still pretty pretty small. It's just, still just, you know, the two of us. Right. Um, right. But uh, but yeah, it's a it's an interesting thing to do. Um, and it's cool. Uh, and you know, the economics work out, uh, which is a which is a big thing. That's what we're all trying to do. We're all trying to figure out how to uh, how to do how to adjust wood, how to do woodworking and and be able to make a living i mean that's a those those two things aren't always the best of friends woodworking and making a living um that's why a lot of people are that's why a lot of people do it for a hobby um, yeah you know if if it was easy making a living at it I, there'd be a lot more people yeah. doing it um, yeah, yeah. i suppose you
2: have to uh really love doing it i mean I can't imagine doing anything else
1: because <laughs> it, <laughs> be, it can or be, it will be dumb and it can get to <laughs> the point where
2: it's not enjoyable anymore. If it be, you know if it becomes sure. a a job and yeah I'm I'm making stuff out of Baltic birch and I still love it. So maybe I'm weird.
1: Right, right. No, <laughs> I think too, I do have a commission
2: pop- to do. I got a, a little wine cabinet to build, but nice. um, they're really patient. So yeah.
1: I think Um, the thing is too that what, you know, because you had that saying, what, uh, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. I've always been like, nah, I don't know about that. But overall, yes. And the big thing is being your own boss. Like that, that for me is what's really huge. Like, not every day I jump up super motivated to get into the shop, but the fact that I am my own boss, I'm home, I'm doing what I want to be doing, like that's days that end in one. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah
0: it's it's a it's a big big deal it is a challenge it's i mean there's there's definitely and and being your own boss is yeah. definitely a challenge because you yeah. you can you can do you know what what you want to do right but what you want right. uh, to yeah, do and what you should do aren't necessarily always the same thing yeah it's a balance sure
1: but like the idea of like having to get up for a nine to five job you know drive and commute and going in like that i'm like no I, i'm I can't do that, so this has to work. Right, gotta figure out this somehow. Has, this not. has to work. Okay. Damn and it! This, can't so. sing and dance. So, <laughs> all right. Hmm. Um, yeah. What's that? Oh, the Texas Monthly article. Thanks for asking about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just go, of that. go go ahead, Texas Monthly, yo. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? No that was that was a, that was pretty cool though like a, a little write-up in texas monthly which is a really uh a good magazine had in texas so. so is
0: that is that like your your state of texas magazine i, I do you know, know.
1: i i really don't know i mean all i know is texas monthly's been around forever and it's, it's a really well accredited magazine um but Seems like you should have found out more about it. I don't know squat about it. They just asked if I wanted to be in it. I was did like, you read yeah. that?
0: Did you read that contract?
1: Huh? <laughs> I, I did actually. But you know, it's one of those things. Like it's it's nice, but you know, if anything comes of it, I mean, it all it all helps, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a great. I, I I had a question for you guys. Are you are you guys going to be coming to the? Woodworkers Festival,
0: Texas Woodworkers Festival. Phil,
2: Phil will decide, or Ben will decide that morning.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and show up and drive down. Just drive down and then sleep on your couch. When when
1: is that? (laughs) That's not allowed anymore. Snore on the couch. (laughs) Snore on the couch.
0: I actually don't know. (laughs) Great segue, Phil. (laughs) Maybe you should have found out a little bit more about that. (laughs) I did. I did
1: not read the contract.
2: Oh. No, I, I somewhere I saw the, the the lineup, which is fantastic, and I don't remember the dates either. But
1: um, yeah, I'll see if I can find it, put it up. But yeah, I was just curious. Um, it, it should, I mean, it should be a good time, you know. It, it's going to be interesting with everything that's going on. So hopefully, people feel a little bit safer to come out and stuff. And it's in a big open space too, so uh, that's kind of cool. It rained like crazy last time, right? It did. Set, what September fourth? Is it September? Oh, 4th? it's
2: later this in the year. Hmm, interesting.
1: That'll be interesting to see how. September.
2: It. That's on our, our anniversary. There you go. Oh, September fourth.
1: Ring your lady.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. I don't want to be stuck down there with you two.
1: Could sell, could sell a bunch of Domino ducks.
2: So are they? Are they booked with their um, booths and and vendors and all
1: that? I, I, I'm sure the, there's room for more people. Because that's pretty
2: far out. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just glad stuff, stuff's opening up a little bit again, and right. you know. it'll be
0: in, it'll be interesting to see how that you know um, you know opening well, things like, opening yeah. things back up and how that yeah yeah you know you think of like the the big woodworking show. Is it in yeah, Vegas the, this year? The A, yeah, the AWF yeah. or AWF it yes, whatever it is. It
2: looks like it's going on.
0: It's Crazy. going ahead. I keep seeing ads. So wow, yeah. I, at some point, things have to kind of start going on again. I would, right. I would well, think, um, or or they just don't ever happen again. One of the, one or the <laughs> other. <right, right. laughs> Go find out. But with right. people getting vaccinated and everything, I know I'm I'm fully vaccinated now. Today was. Yeah. Today's actually my second. Second week after my second shot, so I'm good to go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on.
1: But, yeah. Anyhow, but no, it would be cool if you guys can make it. I know it's a it's a commitment and a hike, but I, I'm just excited.
0: Is it, a fr- is it Friday, Saturday? Is that the scoop? Ah, I, I think it's, it's a one-day thing. One-day thing. This just a Saturday. A- oh, yeah, I
1: mean, we're we're not expecting this, you know – it basically, it's one of those things where it it, it it got put off, got put off, got put off for just reasons, um, and then we're kind of like, okay, we're f- feeling pretty safe, we get the green light, and it should be a, it's going to be a much smaller event, you know. But uh, uh, so we're just like, we're just doing one day. Um, mm. It's it's in a bigger space, smaller. It's we're not going to have like a huge turnout, I'm sure. Um, I
2: may have said last year it, it rained out, but that was two years ago, two right? That no, was two years I mean, ago, man. Because yeah. last year got crazy. canceled. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's crazy how mm. time flies by. For and sure. it's indoor, larger space? Well, it's a, it's an actual venue space. So it is an indoor-outdoor space, but, you know, like mm. one of those with the big barn doors and stuff and a lot of ventilation and just, okay. yeah. Sure. And so I think, um, I think Pennerout is going to be there. Uh, John Henry. So to, uh, a few different People, I'll do a little demo on the El Tomato. Hey, I think that's what I'm doing. Yeah, on El Fence, but I'm rebranding it as my own. <clears throat> I'm calling it the M <laughs> the Fence. The, <laughs>
0: the L Filio. A- <laughs> I,
1: I love seeing that. Like, it's cool how people are like using it and seeing them getting your
0: L Fence and tagging, and like it's it's pretty, it's pretty yeah, awesome. it's been. It's been fun, uh, yeah. And it's and it's cool to see, you know, it, it did I, what was, it did what I was hoping it would do. Yeah. It's it's something that's, you know, it's a, it's a pretty simple thing, you know. I tried to make right, it as right. trying to make mm-hmm. it as economical as I could, and you still getting orders. Yeah, Are I you, still get yeah. I still get orders for it. Tr- Trickle in. Yeah. Nice. Not been, i mean, not huge huge numbers, but right. You know, I'm I'm happy. I'm, I'm always grateful anytime I get an order. You sure. know. Sure. Yeah. And it's I've been
2: putting them in my. Um, you uh youtube videos. Ah, oh, cool. And so yeah. when there's when you get orders, I get that little
0: kickback. So that's really cool. Yep. Yeah, I'm waiting for my kickback. Sending sending those get, getting ready to send those off. <laughs> waiting for a while. <laughs> my little stimulus <laughs> bonus. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a it's a cool thing. You know, try, like I said, try to make it economical, try to make and the other thing was try to make it so that it would work on like no matter what people saw. No matter yeah, what, I love what seeing it
2: on uh, euro saws for some reason. Because yeah, yeah, you just yeah. But
0: also also see it on contractor sli- saws and, and yeah. sliders and yeah. That's what
2: I meant, sliders, yeah, euro.
0: Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. You yeah, see okay, it on cool. big saws and you see it on you know like like Ramon, like your your hammer saw and John Henry's got one and you see him post stuff and he's using it on that hammer also, but mm-hmm. um, you know and then see folks that are. Using it on like a Bosch or, Bosch or DeWalt contractor saw. So, um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's nice to have a product like that that can go out to lots of different folks um, and fit within you know the the economics of a lot of a lot of people, and then you know hopefully uh, create something that is beneficial uh, yeah. to to people that opens up something that they didn't you know wasn't available to them uh, uh, before. Options, man. Yeah, options. it's just it's. 100. Man, you're, you're making chick. me f-
1: make me think I need to come up with a little product. You guys maybe. all like selling selling <laughs> little products on the side. It's nice to have that little that little trickle in. Well, in Ramon's case, yeah, like maybe a little more truck, than a trickle. Bank trucks rolling right, in every right. like week. It's insane. <laughs> I I couldn't have so planned cool.
2: this. And then at the same time, I think, wait, do I really need the Domino Sled 500? Do I need another? Right. product to uh, like, keep me stressed out to, like, what, trying to keep up commands? with orders yeah. <laughs> 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 and Baltic cool. Birch has gone up yeah, yeah. It? everything's yeah, gone up yeah it's about double oh, sh- you last kidding me fall, last fall or let's see last September I think I was paying oh, oh, God. about 30 bucks a sheet for 5.8s and recently I purchased and I think it was 57
1: yeah uh, when I just I just put a quote out for these so. next consoles and not even thinking about oh it. boy
0: yeah. And I couldn't. I couldn't be
1: get.
2: Careful. I couldn't get. Um, I I had ordered ten sheets of five eighths and different quantities of half inch and quarter inch, and they wouldn't. At first, they wouldn't sell me ten sheets because they were trying to kind of divvy it up. And I thought well, that's weird. I mean, you would think people would be ordering units. He goes, "Yeah, but not right now. They're because they're low on inventory." So mm. he did get back. He did call me back and sell me what I wanted. But
1: yeah, but I, I need to. I need to call that wood gallery and see. <clears throat> You better with that new quote yeah yeah.
0: and i have to you know when i'm writing up these or trying to figure out what we're doing for contracts with the you know the the window stuff and that now um it's you have to write you know this is based off of you know right eastern white pine being at this price Right. Or um, this
2: this contract is good for two days. Well,
0: it, it, I, think, <laughs> I think I think I think <laughs> one same, day. Yeah, that's that's legitimate. It's like mm-hmm. like it, this is good for a week. But I think the 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 safer thing to do is to is to say that you know this is based off of white oak quarter sawn white oak selling at this price. You know, uh, uh, at seven bucks, sure. or six bucks, uh, or whatever uh, the heck price it is. That it's, it's based off of that. And so if that goes up, then then the you know the contracted price is going to go up too it's going to be based off of when they give the go ahead and when you have to purchase it and if there's a difference in there then you you know you're protecting yourself because you could the way prices are going you could easily end up um upside down on something yeah. all of a sudden but why why are the prices going up it's just su- supply you know, like, it's, so it's just because of the supply chains and stuff. yeah, it's supply, and stuff. now everybody's everybody's going back to work, and and they're wanting product, and that product is not available because you yeah, know the the, down. the sawmill was 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 shut down, and the, the the logging was was shut down, everything was was shut down, and then you know people have been building, you know, the building market's been going crazy, um, so there's you know it's all. As always, supply and demand, and there's way more demand than there is supply, so it's going to go to the highest bidder. Um, that's just it's the way it works.
2: I always thought that was backwards. It's demand first, then supply. It <laughs> should be demand and supply.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if there's no
2: demand, there wouldn't be supply.
0: But yeah, yeah. it's huh. been crazy. going got me thinking. I was like, oh crap. Yeah, it's it's good to be. It's it's it certainly is good to be thinking about it, and just try to. Protect yourself. I mean, you're not, you're not out there looking to gouge anybody. Um, right. You're just no, looking. No, no. You're just out there yeah. trying to protect yourself so yeah, that yeah. so that you're not the one that's.
1: Well, that can make a, I mean, that's a big difference.
0: I can make a huge.
1: I, I haven't huge noticed hair prices really gone crazy. Maybe not
0: with hardwoods as much, quite as much. Yeah. Oh no, quite they're much. they're jumping like nuts but, but right now. But they're going to. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're they're jumping around here. I know that. I just I just ordered um o- eastern. Good. Yeah, OSB is. Twenty-eight bucks a, a sheet,
1: any, man. Any
0: construction, any material.
2: Yeah, OSB is twenty-eight.
0: Yeah, that's what it was what, last time. What? What? Seven sixteenths.
2: Oh, that sounds cheap.
0: Yeah, I was just compared saying, to a lot of
2: different uh, parts of the country.
0: Yeah, but it was yeah, se- it was I saw seven like or eight dollars,
1: forty something dollars. I know, but like damn.
0: <laughs> right. I, I don't know. I, I I haven't. I guess I haven't priced OSB. That certainly could could have changed. But Crazy. I just you know two by sixes are. Eleven bucks. Hmm. Um, two by fours are five, six. Um, I don't know. But at, but at least they're all straight. Oh yeah, they're right. they're <laughs> just as straight as they always are. <laughs> but anyway, well, I think we've we've thoroughly killed it here. Um. <laughs> Excellent. <Exhausted this, laughs> we went episode. off on a on a bummer tangent. There. Right. Right. <laughs> nice way to end everything. <laughs> If you weren't asleep, well (laughs) (laughs) right Right on so so good. Ramon, you wanna get us out? Yeah, you bet.
2: Thanks, guys. And thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Woodworkers Podcast. We absolutely appreciate it. Like always, if you have any questions about this show or past shows, shoot us an email and that's info at woodworkerspodcast.com. And so on behalf of co-hosts Ben Brunick and Philip Morley, I am Ramon Valdez. We'll catch you right here on the next episode of Woodworkers Podcast. Peace. All right. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Thank you. Ciao.